The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Welcome to Chad's World. Welcome to Chad's World. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh with your favorite Bachelor villain. Real stories, real interviews. In Chad's World, nothing's out of bounds. Chatty Daddy is officially here on Podcast One. So get ready and welcome to Chad's World. Alright guys, this is Chad here. Welcome to Chad's World here in Podcast One. Be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, listen to PodcastOne.com, or download the Podcast One app. Be sure to follow me at Real Chad Johnson or Podcast One at Podcast One. Alright, so today I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of a backstory since, you know, I was kind of known as a bit of an asshole on the shows I've been on. Not necessarily the shows, more just the one show, which was The Bachelor. Um, so I felt like it was of importance for me to explain my kind of situation and how things happen the way they happen and what brought me to the point uh, that I'm at today. So I'm going I'm to be quick about this. I don't want to babble your ears off and get too in-depth and everything. But I'll, I'll start after high school here real quick. Okay, so right after high school, I moved to L.A. to model and act a little bit. You know, I knew I wanted to do all that stuff, whatever. Um, worked out really well, but at the time, I decided, yo, I, uh, I don't like doing this. I don't like being so needy and needing these jobs, so I moved back to Oklahoma. Spent a couple years not doing much with my life and then decided, all right, well, I'll go to college. Came home one day, and my mom was basically like, have you ever considered joining the Marines? And I was like, well, that seems pretty cool. Um, you know what? Let's give it a go. So I literally just walked in, signed up, went to the Marines. So when I got out of the Marines and everything, I basically had to deal with my mom's cancer. And when you're going through something like that, especially at that age, it messes you up way more than you you know. Like, I didn't know how much it affected me, and it affected me a lot. Like, I drank a lot. I did a lot of bad stuff. And But the one thing that I did right was I knew that I needed to be an entrepreneur. I knew that I needed to make money from home so that I could stay home with my mom. And so I started creating websites. I started doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I was a car dealer from home. You know, I had uh, a few clothing lines, things like that online, and basically just spent most of my time taking care of my mom. But obviously, I was still in my mid-20s. So I drank a lot. I partied a lot. And I dated a lot. But the one thing that I knew was that if I ever had like a serious relationship, whenever I would come home and talk to my mom about actually liking a girl, I could see the sadness in her eyes because I knew that she was never going to be able to, you know, find love again. You know, my, my father had left her and she was basically on me to take care of. So I, I learned to meet every girl I could, date a lot and, you know, basically go out and whatever girl I wanted, I could get. But it's like I would have to move on quickly because I knew that I wasn't able to be in a serious relationship as it would pull me away from my relationship with my mom. So that kind of leads into basically what happened on The Bachelor. So I'll get into that real quick. What happened was I knew as being an internet entrepreneur, I signed up while I was sitting next to my mom. She was in hospice, you know, going through liver cancer at the time because it metastasized into her liver. And so I'm sitting next to her, and I see this ad come up on Facebook about joining The Bachelor. And I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Um, being an Internet entrepreneur, I, c- I can get on there and sell fitness plans and supplements like everybody else is doing. You know, it was just when that stuff had blown up on Instagram. And I thought, great idea. I can go on there, and if I do meet somebody, that would actually – that'd be great, you know, because my mom is – very close to passing. And this would be my actual first time to, you know, really be able to engage myself in a full relationship. I signed up, it worked out. And, you know, my mom had actually passed away right before the show. So that was obviously dwelling on me a little bit more than probably I even knew. I was angry. I was upset at life. But what happened was when I showed up and, you know, obviously I had a plan like everybody else, but when I got there, I actually tried to do it for real. I mean, I literally was like, you know what? Maybe this was meant to happen. Maybe, maybe I am meant to meet this 
girl through something like like a TV show because I'm pretty extra. You know, I, I think that life should never be boring, and I've spent my life trying to entertain friends and family and be fun. And so maybe in the world of TV, they found someone else entertaining that will be perfect for me. So when I showed up and I was serious about it, and I actually tried, and I saw how fake all of these guys were, literally pretending to be in love with this girl the second day, I called them out. I, I said, you guys are so fake. I mean, it, it was absolutely horrible. And the one thing that I noticed was, I mean, these guys were the worst actors in the world. You literally, basically, one guy would sit next to another guy and say, so what, you know, like they, the, the producer's production would basically be like, why don't you guys talk about like what you want to do on your date? And someone would be like, Okay, so Robbie would go ask Chase, so what do you want to do on your date today? And I was just like, are you serious? Like, you can't even, like, say a line and be, like, sincere about it. Like, you're obviously acting. You have no interest in this girl. You're literally just here for the TV. And the fact that I showed up in a situation where I am finally able to have a real relationship, and these guys were not even taking it seriously whatsoever. They were getting drunk every day, all day. I mean, they had no actual interest in the girl. It just it pissed me off, and so I called them out. And basically, that's where it went into a snowball effect. So they started attacking me. I mean, I literally couldn't walk through the house without hearing my name um, 24-7. I'd be, in, I'd be in the room sleeping, and I could hear them just talking shit about me the whole time. And it was like, dude, like, what? So I eventually had to talk to them and tell them, like, yo, um, just mind your business and date the girl. Isn't that why we're here? That's when it, it spun even more. And basically the whole thing was that like everybody kept calling me a bully, but I had so many talks with that guy, Evan, so many talks with everybody like, Hey, please just leave me alone. Like what, what, what do you want me to do? Why are you guys attacking me? Like I'm just sitting here like trying to eat my chicken and weigh my foods out and then hang out with the girl whenever it's that time. Like I want to stay fit and I want to hang out with the girl. Like, can I get to know her without you guys like trying to screw me over? And it just turned so weird. Like they got so mad at me and it just, it, it spun itself. It, it was it was a really weird scenario for me, and I didn't understand it, and now I get it after having done so many TV things. But, you know, it was upsetting to me that they didn't take it serious. It was upsetting to them that I called them out. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I even, even took the higher road and tried to apologize to everybody. But at the end of the day, everybody gave me shit about being, like, a bully for, like, eventually threatening to fight people. But w w what would you tell your kid to do? If a kid came up and picked on him every single day for a year and he asked him politely a thousand times, to stop, to stop, to stop. Eventually, you're going to tell your kid, knock him in the face. Like, what else is there to do? The teacher's not doing anything. And in this case, the teacher's was the production team. Nobody was stopping him. So the only way to do it was to, you know, for me to scare him. It's not like I was actually going to do anything. I mean, I hope to God the whole time that nobody actually took me up on my offer to fight because I don't want to get kicked off the show. You know what I mean? I was still trying to get to know JoJo. But at the end of the day, I realized that I was being spun into the bad guy because I mean, think about it. It is a show. At the end of the day, if they made everybody in America hate 25 guys and like one guy because this one guy was the only one that was being real about it, that's not very, like, good in anyone's financial interests, right? So the way I thought it was like, okay, yeah, I, I am going to be the dick, right? All right. So I, I, I tried to spin it, and I tried to be the good guy at the end of it, and it just it, – it wouldn't happen. As much as I would try, the, the questions that I were asked were – Horrible questions. They were all geared, toward, again, towards making me look like an asshole. And so at the end of it, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be the asshole, let's have fun with it, okay? Let's just do this. And that's what I did. And that's kind of what led me to, uh, to where I'm at now. All right, so just to give you guys a rundown of my Bachelorette season, that was going to be JoJo was my Bachelorette. Um, then I had Jordan Rogers, Chase McNary, uh, what's his name, Rubby, Ro Robert, Robbie, Robbie Hayes. <laughs> 
And then we had Evan, James Taylor, and a whole bunch of unforgettable people. I mean, forgettable people. After that, you know, I, I was offered to do more things. You know, obviously, I, I got sent home. And I'm going to be honest. Oh, here's a little bit of tea you guys have probably never heard. I heard from another Bachelorette that JoJo didn't actually want to send me home. It was the production that wanted to send me home because they knew that she would look bad if I stayed on. So just so you guys know, she's still vibing. Anyways, um, that's a true story right there. And, I, you know, I get a lot of ladies online. They're like, you'll never find anybody. No one's ever going to love you. It's like, dude. The reason I was on the show was to actually find somebody. And the reason that I also, here's another reason I also was upset with these guys. These were guys that clearly could not get girls. They were guys that maybe have dated five girls in their life. And they were using the show as a way to date more girls. I have dated every girl in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I'm from. I have dated hundreds. I mean, shit, maybe thousands. I don't know. I don't know how many I've dated. I'm not saying I've hooked up with that many, but I'm saying I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And that makes me a little bit in terms of, looking for a life partner, more realistic. It's not like this is the second girl, because if one of these dudes from this show that hasn't really dated girl, like Evan, okay, that guy has got like one girl in his life. Like he's only dated one girl ever, probably. I mean, he probably, you know, he got lucky with one or two. But I'm just saying that any pretty girl that comes along, he's going to fall in love with. So what's to stop him from falling in love with the next girl? It's obviously a better investment for the girl when a guy has dated more girls so that he knows exactly what he wants. And that's the way I felt on this situation. Anyway, what that took me up with was to, uh, after that, I, uh, I got offered to do that show Famously Single on E. And it was honestly like horrible for me trying to get to do it. I, I tried to contact people from The Bachelor. I, I wanted to do the show because, you know, at that time, my career was tanked. I was a real estate agent in Oklahoma, still an internet entrepreneur, a shitty one, I'll give you. But I, but I was trying, you know, and once that show came out and I looked absolutely horrible, you better believe there was zero real estate going on in Oklahoma. Sure, I got calls to sell a $4,000 house where my commission would be $11.18, but not really my thing. So, I, uh, yeah, I really wanted to do that show, and I basically had to beg them to allow me. It was, it was really weird, and it felt derogatory in terms of, like, you know, I helped them out. Like, I, I, I called the show out on what it was for once. Finally, some guy is the one that shows up and says, it doesn't make sense that you're in love with this girl. You're a 30-year-old, good-looking single dude, and yet you show up here day two and you're in love with this girl? Like, how many girls have you fallen in love with? Because if you're singing a girl a song that you just met at the bar two hours ago, that's going to be weird, and it's not going to work. You know, the one thing I always say is that, like, yes, everybody says I'm bad at dating because they saw me on one show not do this thing, but that doesn't work. I can tell you there is a process that you have to go through if you want to date. Like, you have to be proper about it and... Telling a girl you love her when you've hung out with her 20 minutes, Robbie, you look like an idiot, and that would not work. And in the real life, if she wasn't worried about looking like a good person for, you know, oh, he told me he loved me, I better keep him along or I'm going to look like a dick, that would not happen. After that, basically, I went on Famously Single, I dated a girl on there, it worked out pretty well on the show, but afterwards it just immediately tanked. So let's go back to The Bachelor in Paradise. The Bachelor in Paradise, basically... Happened right after the show aired. I mean, I barely had any time to live life. And everybody was immediately just calling me the world's biggest douchebag. And I was like, okay, I'm the world's biggest douchebag. Oh, you, you think I was a douchebag on there? All right, well, let's show them. I will show you the world's biggest douchebag. So I went to that show with the full intention, not of showing them the, the biggest douchebag ever the full time, but I wanted to give the previews to show what a douchebag could be. And I went to absolutely crush that. And I thought day one, I'm going to get, you know, pretty hammered. Day two, I'll be a normal person. I'll go on some dates. I'll meet some people. But no, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Office Space. You know, when he's getting hypnotized and 
once he's like fully deep in meditation, the dude just dies. And so he's locked in that hypnosis. That's what happened to me. Before I got to show the good side, they cut me off and they kicked me off the show, which, by the way, was not really because of what they said. So they said that I was kicked off of the show because I had made it hell and all this blah, blah, blah. The reason I was kicked off that show is because that dummy Canadian Daniel told them that I actually took a swing at him. And you've actually seen it. I mean, they have shown it in clips. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. You can see I didn't take a shot at him. What I did was, so if you watch on The Bachelorette, very last episode I was on, Jordan Rogers tried to shake my hand. So I slapped his hand away. Well, I tried to do the same thing with Jordan, or, uh, Daniel because he kept poking me. I thought, all right, it'll be funny if I just slap this dude's hand away real hard. Well, I missed. I missed his hand. I missed everything, pretty much. But he tried to tell them I took a swing at him, and obviously due to, like, you know, laws or illegalities or whatever, they had to send me home, and they just spun it as, like, me being a dick. Like, hey, you're a dick. You got to go home. When in reality, you know, it wasn't in anyone's best interest to send me home at that point. Like, I knew there was still, like, four or five girls on that show at that point that actually wanted to hang out with me. They knew it was good for them, but because of Daniel. So, Daniel, if I see you, you're a dick. Hey, it worked out for me better than it did you, bud. So now here I am. Uh, I just, uh, I've, I've been doing a lot of little shows. You know, I dated a girl on Famously Single. Went well on the show. Didn't really last very long afterwards. I went on Celebrity Big Brother UK. I dated a girl on there, but she turned out to be batshit fucking insane off the show. <laughs> I thought she was toning it down on the show. No, I was wrong. She was, wait, no, I thought she was turning it up for the show is what I mean. But it turns out she was turning it down for the show. So that's that's what you always have to be worried about. Whenever somebody acts crazy on a show, are they turning it down for the show or are they turning it up for the show? And you will never know until you are off and away from the cameras. All of this is what's led me up till now. The whole time, once you get off the show, you know, you've got a quarter million followers, you got a million followers, and half of these people, none of these people are making any money. Um, everybody is, is still broke. They're still getting offered 50 bucks to go post something for some tea. And it's like, nobody has any company. Why didn't somebody that saw me on The Bachelor, you know, that had, you know, I'm, I got 5% body fat, I'm ripped to shreds, and nobody offered to help me with, like, selling fitness plans, selling supplements, anything like that? It, it made no sense. Why didn't somebody offer to me make my own company? So that's up to the point where we are now, which is now I am a serial entrepreneur. My job and what I do, other than being on the shows, is I create people on shows, companies. That has done very well for me. Everything is going absolutely great. I've connected about 15 people already with their own product lines, their own companies, their own fitness plans, everything like that. Um, I just, I don't want to see people go on TV and the only person that makes money is the TV. It's not fair to anyone. And I think that these people need companies and I'm that guy. I'm a middleman, if you will. And I think that pretty much sums up kind of the story you heard. I hope that makes sense. Maybe I simplified it a little bit too much, but fact of the matter is, like, I'm not a dick. I can be a dick. Only if, like, really, really bad things are about to happen to me. Like, that show, it made no sense. Everyone was so upset on The Bachelor, and they made, they tried to make me look bad, and it worked. So, obviously, I want to touch a little bit of base on more of the type of things that happened with me in the house of The Bachelor. And, um, you know, obviously, I was known as the villain, and I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be the guy that was serious about dating the girl. But I think one of the best people that can kind of relate to me in terms of being the villain in the house and being villainized when they really weren't an actual villain is going to be Courtney Robertson. So I'm going to bring her in here and have a little conversation with her and see how her time on the show went. What's going on, Courtney? Hey, uh, not much. How's it going? Going good. You know, just living life, doing the podcast thing. Creating a billion companies. Oh, how's it going? Are you loving it? Loving the podcast, loving everything right now. I'm busy all day, every day, and I can't wait for the time when I'm I'm done 
pretty much, and I can just kind of relax and come in here, record some stuff, and go back on my permanent vacation. Uh, tell me about it. I, I like it. I love it. That's um, that's pretty good stuff. Well, it looks like you're busy. I follow you on social media, and you're, oh, yeah. you're here, you're there, you're hustling. Yeah, I know, I know. I work a lot more. That's one of the things that I do a lot differently than the Bachelor people, I guess. I mean, this is about you. I want to talk about you, but like the one thing I do is after my show – Everybody else went out and partied every weekend while I worked. You know, I set up back in businesses and I made connections and all that type of stuff. And it's just like it's kind of frustrating to watch everybody else out at the club having a good time. <laughs> but I don't know about you. You were the villain on your season, so did you hang out with the people on on yours afterwards? The women after my season? Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, I was living in LA at the time, and jeez, I mean, I was actually engaged to you know to the bachelor so i was trying oh, to wow. make that work and you were but... even in la which is like the hub of bachelor well it is now it wasn't, uh, wasn't? it was ugh. when i did it there really weren't a lot of people there so um i've seen you know i just moved from la i was there for almost 15 years like two years ago but oh, i mean wow. everybody just flocked to la now which i don't blame them but you yeah. know i guess it's that instagram now <laughs> everybody wants yeah, to get, when I they want to get those tags <laughs> Exactly. They want those uh, sunnies and the luggage and all that stuff. Yeah, so. send me some free fit tea. <laughs> I know. How are you liking L.A.? I mean, I like it. It's not like home. I mean, I'm getting used to it for sure. But, like, you know, I, I still don't know a whole lot of people other than the people I've done shows with just because I'm either shooting a show or I'm working. Like, it's not, you know, and if I do go out, I'm going out with people from the show. So, you kind of get like locked into the like TV world of just other people you've met through shows, which is also kind of nice because there's that common thread. And that's true because um, other people don't get it. You know, you know? they they'll want to go to some place or do something, and you're like, well, I can't d- do that. Like, you know, so it is nice to have, you have people to be that in understand. the right mindset or the right mood. You know, exactly, or else it's exactly. Not really fun to do, to do. So when you were in the house, like I know when I was in my house, like I literally couldn't like. I like I would be trying to go to bed in the other room and I could hear them like as a group like sitting there just talking about how I was the worst person in the world for like literally like an hour two hours on end like did they do that type of stuff with you like would you be like trying to mind your own business and they would just be talking about you oh yeah yeah it's funny my sister actually saw one episode which I wasn't really aware I mean I was some of the time but um it like really made her upset she's like it made me feel so bad seeing that that happen but yeah, the girls were bitches to me, and um, it was kind of, especially when there was, like, a lot of girls. Yeah, uh, that was the worst, because they like, one person says one bad thing, and it, it snowballs into everyone just being like, like, well, I don't like her shoes, and the next one's like, it just gets worse and worse until eventually they're like, she should die, and you're like, oh, my God, like, what? you're sitting in the other room just, like, trying to mind your own business and date, you know, either Bachelor or Bachelorette. Totally, exactly, and I think you and I talked, you know, you and I talked before, and yeah. I think... It's hard being the villain for sure and like what's shown and what actually has happened. But I mean, my feelings were hurt. I mean, of course I wanted to be liked. I mean, right. but the way it played out played into how they were kind of talking about me. Right. So, and I was like a sleeper. Like I, guess, I was like Corinne. Like I would, I realized like, Oh, if I don't want to film. Just I can take yeah. a nap and I can take my mic off. But that was, kind of alienated me from the group you know yeah hey can you rem- remind me real quick what was the name of your bachelor and do you remember like what number season that was uh ben and ben, ben flanick it was season i thought it was flashnick <laughs> flanick the day is silent flapjack flapjack 
Vin Flamick. Okay. <laughs> what season was that? 16. 16? Okay, cool, cool. But anyway, yeah, and I know what you're talking about. Where you, where you just eventually give up, and you're like, well, they're not going to like me. I don't know. Do you ever have this situation where, like, you would be in the kitchen, and they'd start trying to be nice to you one-on-one, but then when they're in the group, they're a jerk? Well, and yeah, I've had that, and I also had when, they like, the cameras weren't rolling, like, you know, when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Super nice. One-on-one, super nice, and then at the collapses, the cameras start rolling, and it was like, who's this person? Like, Yeah, and they're like, oh, how are you doing? Those eggs earlier this morning before the crew got there, and now you have this attitude. Yep. <laughs> I had the same thing happen. Like, I, I'd be... You know, we'd have, like, a huge fight, and then off camera, they'd be like, hey, like, that dude Evan on my season would be like, hey, how you doing, man? And I'd be try, try to be nice for a few times, and eventually with the, when they kept being dicks, I'd be like, dude, like, fuck off. Like, you literally just, like, told me I was the shittiest person on planet Earth, like, on camera, and now that they're not around, you want to, like, cook eggs with me and, like, <laughs> chit-chat? Like, this doesn't make sense, and I don't like it. <laughs> Well, honestly, and it probably, like, I don't know if you're like me, but it brought out the worst in me because for me, like, I really love authentic people. Like, if yes, I don't like yes. you, your face. Like, I'm going to be like, so for me, like, one girl I clapped back at was Emily, who kept calling me calling me autistic, mm. but they bleeped it, so America kept thinking she was calling oh, me the word. No, it was. Like, people got up and walked away and out of the room, but nobody saw that, so... Anyway, long story short, I got to the point where I was like, I'm so sick of feeling bullied, but, like, I don't know about you, but I was like, I'm going to just give it to her real hard, and I bet you she backs off. And sure sure enough, she did. Did you give it to her real hard, like, with the cameras around or, like, off camera? Oh. Oh, yeah, with the cameras on, for Uh, sure. And she went to bed crying, and I was like, you know what? Like, now I'm the bad guy. Yeah, that's what happens. (laughs) <laughs> See, that, that's what but, I regret is not giving it to him hard when the cameras weren't around. And then, because I was nice to him when the cameras weren't around. I was like, dude, like, next time they're around, like, maybe, like, since I'm nice to you right now, like, I'm being real, I'm being me, I have no problem with you, let's be friends. And then they would always revert back. But then eventually. Like, like when people get together and, like, mm-hmm. it's like, if you like me, like me all the way, like, not in front of, like, don't just go with kind of like the mass opinion which i think that's what's hard about being a villain honestly i'm sure yeah you it's a whole group show like when you go out with people and the influencers like i'm sure at times you feel left out or some people want to just kind of go to the pg you know what's uh, favorable yeah. yeah it's it's still different for me in the bachelor world just because like with all the other shows i'm like super great friends with everybody like everything's amazing we're all good friends, but like The Bachelor is the only one that people are like, um, well, you're kind of like not liked. So, like, I don't know if I want to be like in a picture with you. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Oh, like, I've done five shows. What have you done? <laughs> that, that's happened to me so many times, and you feel like it feels like high school, but you kind of can't help but feel like a yeah. little bit like your feelings are hurt. Am I, I remember right? that time you told me about Sean doing that, or it was Sean's manager or something. Like, don't get Oh, a, my God. Right in front of me, earshot. Like, don't take a picture with Courtney. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's happened. And it's, it's happened actually recently, too. But oh, really? I just, just let it roll off. I'm not That's crazy. in that world. I feel like know? everybody likes you now, though. I, I thought, like... I feel like everybody likes the good people initially, but then they eventually realize they're shitty and they hate the villains initially, but then they realize that, like, we're actually the good people. You have, like, a really large following online in terms of, like, people know who you are and everyone says they love you. Like, on all the forums, all that stuff. I know, it's really positive, and and that makes me happy. But, you know, obviously I still get a few, you know, bad apples. But, 
you know, I just don't do, like, I'm not an influencer and, and I don't really, you know, ride the train. So I'm a little bit out of it in some regards, but I don't right. mind. It's all good. I just yeah. kind of dabble. I'm like, here, true. but... But yeah, you're more in that world, and I think getting out of LA. Well, I, I only promote my own companies now, so I don't even like, I don't even care. Like, if I want to hang out with somebody, whether they're bad or good, it doesn't even matter. You know, initially I was like, oh wait, should I also try to be like good and like pretend I'm like doing all these good things for people around the world? You know, when really like, hey guys, I'm supporting this charity. It's like, bro, you just got paid five grand to pretend to support that charity. Like, don't act like you're doing something good. You just showed up and took a call. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know, Put all the way. Uh, well, I'm I'm proud of you. I really respect people that kind of are outside of the box, and obviously you have a lot in common. You and I could talk for days about, you know, kind of being the black sheep. But at the end of the day, it's like I'd rather be somebody's shot of whiskey than everybody's cup of tea. Exactly. It's way better to be yourself, and then you never have to worry about, like, if people meet you off screen or something, it's like, yo, if you like me, you actually like me for me. I don't have to pretend to be this person. I always say that about my followers. I'm like, my the people that are, like, true and blue are, like, open-minded people. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're I, – I love them. And I, I love to support and engaging right. with them. But, yeah, it's, it's so true. And I, I can't wait for to like, see it for you. For, like, two years, my biggest pet peeve was fake people after the shows. Like, I would literally, I'd be, even if it wasn't somebody on TV, I could tell someone was being fake because that's all I looked for. And I'd be like, this isn't you. (laughs) This isn't you. You know, just because it's so annoying to me, people who, even in regular life, and you find people who aren't even on TV, but they're still trying to be like, oh, hey, you know, I'm just a good person. And you're like, no, you're not. You're a piece of shit. But be that piece of shit because I love that piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a piece of shit and you just are that, I will love you. You know, I just want you to be you. Yeah. Just be, yeah, that's all you can, seriously, I love real people, like, those are the people I gravitate to, and I'm sure, I'm sure you do too, but I, I wanted to ask you, I mean, do you ever get people, like, what's, like, the rudest thing someone said to you, because I still, seven years later, get things that, like, are, like, my, like, triggers, like, people say, and I don't think they mean it, because sometimes people are awkward, yeah. but it's kind of, like, rude stuff to me. Like, online? No, like in person. When I oh, man. Nobody's yeah. really rude to me in person. Too much. I mean, I've had like, someone oh, like... aren't you the one like everybody hated? I get that a lot. Like, aren't you the yeah. one like, everybody like, hates or hated? Know. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it helps that I'm like 6'2", 200 pounds. You know what I mean? But, like nobody really yeah. kind of like they say shut online, but like in person they're kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not do that. But the one thing I remember... Um, I've had a few people where they're like, hey, Chad, they'll be like, hey, look, it's the asshole. This piece of shit. Can we take a picture? And I'm like, well, no, not now. But that, that's about the worst I've had in person. But I mean, the worst I've had online is I had people that were like, if I, if your mom hadn't died from cancer, I would have killed my, or if I was her, I would have killed myself and shit. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Oh my God, that's, hor- that's horrible. But that's when I would always, always, always take a picture, a uh, screenshot, what they said. And then I would look them up, look their name up on Facebook, find out where they worked, find their families, send their, their job the pictures and their family their picture it's like you're not going to say that stuff online to me and then expect that it's not going to get back to you i will find you and i will track you down and i will ruin you (laughs) chad i love that about you i seriously can i just send you my screen grabs and can i hire you oh yes absolutely that's like the one thing i'm the best at is like internet anything on the internet show by the way like catfish but like for hate like oh my god that's a great idea we've got to do that like oh hey uh, you can even you find know. their you can even find their phone number online like especially through facebook so we like find them and then like you come in here to the podcast and we'll call them and be like so why'd you say that you look like a bit of a dick right now bud 
<laughs> that, or we could crank call him. We could do a crank call. Ooh, I that'd be pretty good. We could <laughs> we could pretend to be who they like from the shows. And then, oh my god! This but, is Sean Lowe calling. Yeah, hey guys, this is Sean Lowe. <laughs> but God, Sean Lowe's a dick, man. I met him that one time, and he was totally mean to me. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I, I guess. Was he? Yeah, because I met him on um, After Paradise, and we were just talking about all the stuff that happened. And all of a sudden, he's like, Chad, I think it's time for you to go. And I didn't even realize he was being a dick. Like, I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll go. And then I didn't realize it until I started getting tweeted like, Sean Lowe was a dick to you. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he was. Hey, Sean, you, you know. <laughs> That's so crazy. I've only met him a handful of times. I will say I met him before he was announced as The Bachelor, like after his season at The Bachelor Mansion. They had this like reunion thing, and it was like some OG people like Jillian Harris and Michelle um, <laughs> Money. And anyway, but he was like super nice. And then I saw him afterwards, and he was nice. But like I said, his manager was kind of like, oh, don't take a in that manner. Yeah. yeah, you said he was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, dude, I'm like four feet away from you. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you, like, dude. <laughs> I wanted to be like, I don't want a picture with you either. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, man. Uh, That's crazy. That's like when I, okay, so like when I was on uh, the Ben and Lauren after, or Ben and Lauren, whatever, stupid show. Ben and Lauren's horribly boring show. <laughs> I don't know, but. I, so I met up with Ben, and he was like, he kept trying to get all this out of him. They're like, "Why are you here? Why are you here right now?" And it was like a group of them, and I was like, "Cause, cause you fucking paid me to be here." <laughs> and, and, asked me to be here. Yeah, I was like, "You fucking paid me. That's why I'm here. What do you mean?" And they were like, "No, if that's the case, just leave." And I'm like, "Well, I can't because you paid me, so I gotta stay." Like, it was just really weird. And they were being so mean. And finally, Ben was like, I think people, he started acting like he was like behind the scenes. And he was like asking me the question. He's like, look, so what is it you want the people to know? Like, what is it? And I was like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I thought the whole point of me being here was to just like hang out with you guys and actually like get to know you to show you that like I'm not an asshole. Like, will you let me not be an asshole? You're making me an asshole now by like forcing me into these awkward situations. It's like, it's always, the, uh. it's always the good ones that you're like, what, what are you doing? Can we just hang out? Why are you putting me on the spot here? Oh, I hate when, especially when you're filming stuff and you realize that's not, that's like even a worse feeling. Um, that's happened to me twice in two other uh, potential shows. I actually, Brody Jenner had a show for a while. He was trying to pitch with Spencer Pratt. Oh, uh, sure. Were you, were you on that? I just met him, uh, uh, what was it, like four nights ago? I was on the hills with uh, Jason Waller. He brought me in. I think I saw that. Well, I, Spencer Pratt I know from back in my L.A. days when I was going out when I was like 20, 21, and we were uh, yeah. friends. They would pick me and my friends up in like a Hummer limo. So I mean, I always they were around, but so they asked me. I had a boyfriend. I was living with at the time, and Brody and Spencer were filming the show, which never took off. You know how that goes. Was it that um, one way but, back in the day before the hills? Or are you talking about one after it? Oh yeah, this was before the hills. Oh and yeah, so, I saw that. I never even knew about it until somebody sent it to me online, and it was it was pretty crazy. It was basically like rich kids jackass. Pretty much, and thank God they cut my scene because I didn't play the part, but they paid me to be there, to go on a date with Brody, and then they tried to make it seem like I was just, like, gold digger, like, do I keep asking about how his mom dated Elvis, and I was like, no, like, this is not, no, this looks bad, I have a boyfriend, like, you guys paid me to be here, like, my poor boyfriend at the time, but... <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, and so there's tons of stuff, like, and I got in that situation, they cut it because I was like, I'm not gonna act like that, it's not, it ain't me, babe. <laughs> it was that's like, true. It was a 
Oh, crazy. I want to, so are you going to be on the hills? Tell me everything. I guess. I, I mean, I just showed up for, I mean, I just went with Jason Waller. Like, it was just us, like, hanging out. You know what I mean? Because we, we hang out a lot. He's we still, we still talk cool a lot. Guy. What's that? Yeah, no, he he's so, super he cool. He's sober, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's super sober now. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do anything. I mean, he just hangs out and, like, sips water. And, you know, he's still funny. Like, he doesn't need to drink or anything. But, like, he also runs these, like, uh, I think it's like he does, like, coaching. I, I haven't quite figured out exactly what it is he do. I think he's, like, invested in several rehab centers as well as he does, like, uh, coaching cool. in terms of going around and talking about it. But, uh, well, that's good. That's a good person yeah. to have around, you know. He's probably yeah. very mindful and done work on himself. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a very good around. guy. He's very wise, and he's a good businessman, you know. And he's just he's super cool to hang out with. But, like, I, 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 I was surprised they asked me. I see a bromance for me. Yeah. I like I'm actually supposed to meet up with him here in like two hours once I leave here. So. Oh, good. Well, you know what? You just keep hanging out with people that are nice to you. And, you know, but, but I'm sure all the bachelor people love you, too. So Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to hear a ju- you want to hear some juicy story? Oh, yes. Yeah, so so okay, so I got a juicy story. Okay, so there's a girl from The Bachelor. I'm not going to say her name. But there's a girl who had a relationship, one of the only relationships that was ongoing at the moment. For the last few, uh, I think they they just broke up like a month ago. But I went out with her a while back, and all of her friends like to the beach, and we all hung out and everything. And I asked her, I was, you know, we started talking. I could tell she was like vibing, so I was like, all right. And and I asked her, like, you know, like you guys broke up, right? And she said, yeah. She basically told me multiple times that they were broken up. So we made out quite a bit, had a good time. And another girl kept coming over and trying to stop us. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, she has a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, my. But it was one of the good girls from The Bachelor. One of the good girls was pretending she didn't have a boyfriend. But wanted to hook up with me, but wanted to do it under the table because she didn't want to be known as the girl that was hooking up with the bad guy. Oh, stop. Was it a bad guy from the show? Like a couple from the show? Yeah, they're both like loved people. Oh, my. Now you can't. Okay, can I get three guesses, or are you going to tell me? Mm, I'll get, mm, I, yeah, I don't know, know, I don't know if I can go that. That's too dirty. I'm a little upset with her because she was supposed to come on today, too. I was going to have her on his day as well, but then she got real snarky with me. for ra- like she, she was like, yeah, let's do it. It's going to be fun. And then randomly she was like, hey, I'm not down. Um, good luck finding another bachelor wash up. And I'm like, what, what, what did I do? I didn't, I didn't tweet anything bad about you. Or like, what, what are you upset about? Maybe she saw that I unfollowed her. That's the only thing I could think. Oh my God! Well, maybe she needs those likes for validation. But um, I don't know. Is it a blonde? I'm picturing a blonde. I'm picturing it's, a blonde. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a blonde and blonde net. A blonde. Oh come on! You're teasing me. It's a like ha- it's like halfway. I can't tell too much. I'll say she has an accent. I'll say she has an accent. And that's the last thing I can say. Okay. Well, I don't follow the seasons too closely, so yeah. to me, you can say offline, but, um, so it sounds like she's still digging me, though. Oh, that's probably the case. Damn it, you girls. Always mean when you're her back. When, yeah, I don't know. She I gets zero so. callback, because she was rude, because I already messaged everybody, like, hey, she's coming on, and then super unprofesh to just, like, so randomly like, out of nowhere. Like on the bench, am I like the B team? I'm on pod. I could no, in. you were coming on. I asked you before her, but she was in LA. Oh wait, well that's kind of a, damn it. That's a, that's that's a pretty solid giveaway. She got an accent. She Everybody's lives in LA. Ah, in fuck LA. myself. <laughs> Is it Corinne? No, 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 it's, no, it's <laughs> not. It's not. But I just screwed myself because that's a dead ass giveaway. I'm gonna be in trouble. I'm picturing Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I think people can figure out. And if anyone does, well, there's other shows me. too. 
I thought I read somewhere you had a girlfriend. Wait, wait, when was that? Online. I just did something. Well, this was, like, this, I was like, on... this was six months ago. Okay. Or oh, f- four months ago. Five oh. months. Five months ago. Five months ago, got it. Okay, well, I'll figure it out. I'm gonna see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if you can figure it out. You you can practice your internet skills. Your your tactical. I'm gonna troll you so hard. Troll so hard. You'll be able to figure it out probably. Well, you know what? At least you had. I've had definitely those run-ins after my season, which I've kept <coughs> completely under my hat of uh, bachelor guys sliding into the DMs. Oh, really? Oh, wait. Who's? Oh, you gotta tell me one. Oh, I. You gotta give me say. one. I can't say. I just said that. Okay, I, you gotta I, give me clues. I, I gave you some cluesies. Um, there was definitely a couple from Desiree's season. Okay. Um, okay. Older seasons and. Uh, what about current seasons? Yeah, but you know how it goes. I mean, there's a handful of them, and you know that I was like, okay, like entertained, but you know, you guys get so much attention after this show. I mean, you have so many options. It's like they weren't like re- ready for like real relationships. You know, that's true. It's like walking into a bread factory looking for bread after the show's air. Oh, and I was in talks to be on back the first Bachelor in Paradise, and um, that was a whole other world. I mean, talk about like pretty much all, Why a didn't lot you of do guys. It? it was a con. There was a conflict of interest. Um, what was that? Because well, because like, I wrote the book. So. Oh yeah. Well, that. I think there was like a oh like, and I was open to it, but I, they didn't want people to feel uncomfortable around me. Like, oh, why she writes another book? Well, so, if they didn't suck, then they have nothing to worry about. Like, see, like I wouldn't care. I would be me, and whatever you write about me is the way it goes because that is um, the way it is. I know, but you know, it's I know one of those things. it's half those people that are like in the background talking shit, but then like once they get out there and they're on a date, they're like, "Wow, well, I just everything is beautiful and I love everyone and we're all great friends." But then like once they go to bed, they're like, "That bitch," you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And I'm glad I, I, you know, it would have been like that was like I was at the age to do it. Now I'm not, but I definitely um, had a couple guys reach out and. Yeah. And then they ended up doing the show. I was like, hey, if you want to date, 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 like in real life, like I'm more into that. And then they, they went off and did the show. So, uh-huh. um, that, yeah, they were more interested in the show, man. I don't know. So how are, how are the DMs popping nowadays? They still popping? It's still pop, yeah. I mean, definitely some celebrities and people like, you know, it's on Who's Bumble the biggest celebrity? Drop it. Just let it go. I can't. Nice try. Oh come on. <laughs> okay, who's the shittiest celebrity? What about like uh, the worst celebrity? Like a like a Z lister. Wait, that a would be Z-lister. Well, and it's like I so I knew Jack Taylor, and I he, he's on a wow. Z lister. But I knew Jack Taylor from Modeling Ages, like oh, way back. Engaged that- <sighs> that baseball mm. player. Wait, when was that that Jack slid in though? Was that pre Britney relationship? Because he's dating that girl, so he Brittany. Never split, he never split uh, anything. Oh, he, that's right. He okay. publicly said, like, when Vanderpump Rules was on before Britney, he had said, like, oh, I used to date her. And I was like, no, gotcha. you didn't. I met you one time, you weirdo. But it's just a small world. And he, he was mm. like, See, I more have people guy. I more have people that, like, especially people from shows, or generally The Bachelor, they're like, no, I, I didn't date him. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> Give me a Z list. I'm sure you've got some sludge sliding up in there. 
Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. I mostly, I like to stick to girls generally. Let's say I've met someone right now, whatever. But let's go back. I generally stayed away from TV girls. I like to stick to girls under 10,000 followers. Like the hotties, where they got enough followers to let you know that they're hot, but not left enough, not enough to let you know that they're capable of creating any PR if they like get mad at you. you oh, know what I, I mean? see what you mean. See what I mean? Like, like she got sixty five hundred followers. Oh, she's looking good. Everybody else is vibing her. Good looking girl. Obviously a great girl. Hang out with her, but she wants to say something bad about you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Nobody cares. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Well, I hope that works out for you, but I would I would bump that up to about I don't know fifty forty to fifty forty to, uh, forty to fifty. You start getting thirst in there, you know. You start getting well, some dehydrated bitches. Well, I think bitches. might get thirsty. You don't want someone riding your coattails either. That's not that's true. But forty one. or fifty means they're serious about Instagram, whereas four or five, you know, up to about eleven, maybe twelve k, that means that they're just like they just happen to be hot. People just happen to be following. Them. Hot or not? You know well, I mean? let's be honest. You're going to get all the hotties. I mean, LA, there are a dime a dozen, so. That's true. That's true. Find one that you, I mean, that's the problem I will say when you come off of the show and like kind of what we're talking about is like right. there's almost too many options. And so. That's I so true. Like, that's why everybody gives people shit. Like, oh, sorry. What's that? Well, it's good to just take a break from it all because it can be a bit overwhelming, you know? Absolutely. Just through, and you have to, you know. For me, I'm a woman, you know. It's like it's different for guys, but that's you know, true. That I always happen. say the girls get paid in money, and the guys get paid in girls. <laughs> because after the show, literally, like, I mean, when everyone's like, "Oh no, what? What's Blake? What's Jason from the current season going to do? He's still single." Like, bitch, he's got a thousand girls a day sliding in. He's got a girl in every single city across America. I literally have girls labeled from their city, not just from their state, but from the simple city that they're in. Otherwise, I can't keep track. Like, I'm talking about in the phone number because obviously you move them from the DMs, you know, to Snapchat and yeah. then to the phone number, you know, to be safe. Move them from the DMs, okay. then to Snapchat. That way you can know whether they screenshot you. And then once they're safe and they're in the safe city, then you move them to the phone number. But there's but, ways to be not in the safe city, by the way, with Snapchat, just so you know. People have two phones Ah, that's now. true. Well, I don't send anything so sketchy, but it's just a way to know. It's just a way to know to where you send a few messages like, hey, you know, how are you? What are you doing? Let's hang out, blah, blah, blah. Make so sure that, they're not a cat. Have you been catfished? Yeah, I've been catfished a lot, but I, I've, I know very quickly. You, you ask them for a spoon pick. Actually, not a spoon because a spoon can be Photoshopped pretty easy. Fork pick. Fork pick's a lot easier because it's very hard to Photoshop a, a picture of them holding a fork. Like, I'll be like, go to your kitchen, grab a fork, send me a picture of you holding a fork right now. Oh, my God. I, that is so gourmet. That's so rich. I've never heard of that. That's genius. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I don't, I don't have any forks near. I'm like, fucking buy a fork. It's not that hard. They're everywhere. Go to Panda Express. <laughs> you think if I do that to a guy, they're going to send me a D pick? Probably. Yeah, they're going to send you a different type of fork pick. You get all those. I've had those too. Unsolicited D pics. I've never had those too. I have people ask me no, about my yeah. fitness plans. They're like, hey, bro, like, how many sets should I hit on bench? And I'm like, I would say like four to five, you know, by the fifth one you want to rep out. And then dick pic. I'm just like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> I take my knowledge back. Just trying to hook you up <laughs> with some info, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You are hilarious. This is too much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's you're gonna weird. you're gonna do great. I like your <laughs> podcast already. Keep it's what did you call it? The real Chad it's, it's Johnson. Chad's world. 
you're in my world fun. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, you're already you're already in my world in this world, but it's like Chad's world because I brought uh, in the last scenario. There was this girl that I dated, and I brought her into it, and I was like, "You're in my world now." So now it's. Chad. Oh, how'd she like it? I don't know. I don't think she had a very good time. <laughs> Not used to it. <laughs> Chad's world is a difficult world. If you're oh, not I don't know. Well, I can't wait to see how it goes. I'm ex- I'm stoked for you. So <laughs> I well, love cool. it. Keep it, well, keep it's it great. real. With me, I'm here. So for sure, and I want to have you on again. I feel like we talked about a lot of awesome stuff. Like you know, sometimes you got to clear this stuff up. I know me and you both have like kind of cleared this stuff up. You know, on like radio shows randomly, but it's like half the time right. it's not it's not our people actually listening. So, like, to, like, clear it up to the people that actually listen to this stuff is, like, really good. Because it's like, we're not dicks. We just look like dicks sometimes. I know. But sometimes I can be. Like, I will That's clap true. back. Me too. But no. you, ha- you have to. But it's only for good reason. I feel like I feel like you're like me. And, like, when we talked, I can tell you're not going to pop off at somebody just because they said one wrong thing to you. You might pop off at them because they've spun things or they've tried to ruin your image entirely. But you're not going to, like, blow up for no reason. No, or to create drama to like you know right. better somebody else's image or like or my you know what I mean? It's just I'm not thirsty. Yeah, I'm Can't not that thirsty. thirsty. Yeah, you got that Pedialyte. You good to go? Yeah. I understand. I got, I got my water, my rose. I'm fine. Yeah, so. you said. Well, all right, Courtney. Awesome talking to you. <laughs> awesome time. All right. Well, uh, I'll hit you up some other time. You got to come back on at some point. We'll talk about like uh, maybe one of the episodes or something. I don't know. Talk about something stupid. Yeah. The next villain. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe your DMs, and maybe you'll finally spill the tea. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll figure the tea out. It's pretty. The tea is very simple. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Want, okay. Okay. Well, you take okay. care. I'm just gonna internet troll you. How are you better? I'll troll you as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Have Goodbye. a good day. All right, everybody, I just want to say thank you for listening to the first episode of Chad's World here at Podcast One. Be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, listen at podcastone.com, or download the Podcast One app. I know you guys got a little bit of a taste of kind of my life and how I got to where I was and why I'm actually not a dick. I can be, but I'm not. And, um, you know, now you got a little bit of a story about what happened at The Bachelor. So, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Also, be sure to follow me at Real Chad Johnson or follow Podcast One at Podcast One. Thanks for listening to Chad's World on Podcast One. Listen and download at PodcastOne.com and the Podcast One app. And subscribe at Apple Podcasts. New episodes of Chad's World every Thursday here on Podcast One. ADT can design and install a smart home just for you, backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do the things like lock the doors or set the thermostat when you leave. Even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. Visit ADT.com slash podcasts to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you.